Hello. Kirg Noslu here from the BEP Retort. Safe for the recording industry, safe for the moral values of America, and safe for your listening pleasure. You can relax, America. We in the BH are safe for you. Let my home back in Omaha. See if I can make it out in the world. And I got as far as Wichita. Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles. I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for in that case, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, everyone else out there, welcome to Member Report number 74, March 21st, 2007. Did I miss anyone? Like parrots, alligators, you know, polar bears. And llamas. Baby polar bears in Berlin. Welcome, yeah. everybody. We hope everyone's doing well out there, and thanks for checking in with the Mep Report yet again. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Isn't there some kind of equinox today? Isn't that, isn't that what today is? Is it spring? It's week two of your clock not working on your computer. <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> the, or, or your phone at work, as the case you tell me that or other March things. 21st is not significant for any reason? Uh, uh, it's a day. It's I don't like think it is. It occurs to me that it should day. be. No, 90th day? I think it's the 90th day. It is. Day it's spring equinox. Year. March That's 21st. All right, look. March twenty first. December twenty first is the first day of winter. It is. It's the spring equinox. Yeah. And June twenty first oh, okay. is the first day of summer. Hey, Russ, it's God's the spring sakes. equinox. Oh my Thank God! You. Why didn't you bring you this up earlier? You guys are making me believe that my brain had been sucked out via Dyson. It's also Earth Day, World Poetry Day, maybe your brain Harmony Day egg. in Australia. It's World Down Syndrome Day. Egg is balanced. I think I'll just leave that alone. First day it's of Human spring, Rights man. Day. I know nobody talked about it. I certainly haven't seen it anywhere. There are no news sites being like first day of spring. I guess. This doesn't qualify huh. as a news story. I don't know. It, yeah, because it's kind of strange. Nobody knows because of daylight savings. Everyone's just like, what? My clock? What? Sit ahead? I don't Would even, anyone know what? that it was yeah. Christmas? We were if daylight for like the TV ads. <laughs> well, I mean, when presents <sighs> magically like appear into your tree, Russ. Christmas Day celebrated by people. That's never a story in a newspaper. <laughs> right. They have like Christmas theme stories. I feel like on... I feel like on Christmas all the time, there's like this big headline of like, it's Christmas again, like it's a surprise <laughs> or something. I mean, like, Did you know it's I, Christmas? I really oh! it's that nothing, nothing else happens, so people, you know, like, enough, everything's closed and there's no news, and so they're like, biggest thing that happened, Jews go to movie. No, we ran that last year. Uh, uh, Chinese it's Christmas. food, ouch. It's right. Christmas. Uh, yes. That's pretty funny. Christmas again. It still happened. World did not end. It still actually Back exists. on another B-Day. For the did they rewrite those like 50 years ago so that they would have yeah, their exactly. Christmas Day off but still have a paper come out? Right, exactly. So, they, yeah, it's auto It's auto sent. If you look in the really fine print, it actually <laughs> says copyright 1906. It's, like, it's very scary stuff, yeah. And plus, if they right had access to, to stories, closet of future technology, then they could even publish them 50 years ahead. Sure. They'd be like, it's Christmas Day. 
air bubble recording disc <laughs> released by. Well, I mean, <laughs> a story yeah. will know. Yeah, I th- a story will know. I think will know the Z pod. Yeah. Story, you should know the literary reference to this. I think. Do you know? Mm. Uh, did you ever read the Foundation series, or maybe Russ would too? Actually, the Foundation series. No, I. Did you guys I ever didn't. Re- Russ, did you? More likely, I Russ. read the first one. I would put Russ after the one. second. I looked at the cover of the third. Okay. And then, <laughs> then you stopped. At it. So it all was a low slide. Briefly um, about the fourth. Well, one of the friend who reflected in his glasses could see the cover of the fifth. And right. I had a, after that, it just an went acquaintance there. named Isaac. <laughs> well, there you go. Start with A. No, well, the reason I bring it up is I actually just taught, we just got through uh, iRobot in my class last week, and in the Foundation series, there's this guy who predicts the future, like, he, he I think he calls himself, uh, I think it's a math psychologist. Psycho historian, right? My psycho historian, right. Like and his, math psychologist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. his guy's, yeah, his guy's right, name is Harry Seldon, I believe, and the idea is that every, mm-hmm. that he can predict the future so accurately, based upon, like, a study of trends and historical events and things, that basically every thousand years, there are 500 years or something, they turn on this hologram of him and he basically explains like what's happened and what's going to happen in the future and how they should best prepare for it and the whole theory was that you could predict because history in this way because he's so like that's accurate something in this that way would not be useful on an everyday basis it's only useful once every 500 years well because yeah because you don't want to like, do, like get people excited for no reason watching this yeah. Half of you should be dead via the outbreak, <laughs> but uh, sorry about that. Well, I mean, like, would it be exciting, seriously, if there was, like, a comment, like, a, like if Haley's comment went every, like, five days, people would be like, oh, it's Haley's comment. What makes it exciting is it only happens every 76 or 80 or something like that year. 86. So, 86, 86 years. years so, you know, so it's the same deal here. It's true. It's just, you know, it, he does it when he comes back when he needs to. Or maybe to, it was all. 1986. Yeah, no, I don't know what it is. <laughs> is today the spring equinox? What is today? The 21st, right? <laughs> oh, no, we're back. <laughs> the beginning. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I predict that Russ will once again ask about the spring equinox in five, four, <laughs> three. <laughs> Whoop! Story Clayton hologram. Oh, Hello, I'm my wrong. children. Kind of Damn equinoxy. it! <laughs> I will, I, and then I will, then I will go through through the uh, the faded uh, reality of every single major predictor who does he predicts the end of the world and then sticks around and is like, wait, wait, wait! I reversed a digit. I read the tea leaves again. <laughs> I know, I know. It's actually, it's actually. Let's see, what's a good amount of time to run this popularity album? Thirteen years from now. Right. Thirteen. Yeah, I was just off. Okay, still follow me. I'm glad you guys were all excited. We'll take, take I forgot to carry off, the one. Back. I we're saw the locusts, again. but I right. forgot to carry the blood exactly. of the fish. So I didn't. I'm sorry, and yeah. I just didn't. Uh, yeah. Right. And then they make sure that they have a really good getaway plan if that one doesn't work out. That's, mm-hmm. that's generally how these things go. The last like trick like Satan never pulled was two. convincing the world that he didn't exist and also faking me out on the apocalypse date that he told me in my bathtub. <laughs> he did that too. Right. He's like, and it's like, you know, oh, I thought the world was going to end every Why time. Why would you believe the devil if he told you things? Is he ever straightforward with anybody? Well, you wouldn't you know that he was the devil necessarily, like, right? You wouldn't? Doesn't he usually... No, I mean, he comes in, in many the forms. TV reenactments. Young Goodman Brown, but man. But he usually is pretty open about I was who like, he is. Usually. I mean, I haven't talked to, <laughs> talked to Big D in like six days or something. He's the last busy. time I saw... But we saw may as well be talking you know. about Goldilocks. So obviously we're talking about fictional reenactments of Satan. Because it's not an existing thing. So, hey, man. Yes. Well, in the hey. human mind, he usually appears like, as himself, is my argument. <laughs> Yeah, I, every time in the movie credits, it's like Devil himself. 
devil right. himself. Well, yeah, I think it all, and it does really depend on the person. Since they say that evil can take any form, I think it depends on who's viewing it. Like for story, obviously, it's like Jack Nicholson wearing a T-shirt. Let's do damnation. Like that's 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 mm-hmm. Satan for him, and so he sees him at every Lakers really game. Really, just Jack Nicholson sufficient. All right. Yeah. Well, I just threw in a T-shirt really for extra credit. Doesn't need to be dressed up at all. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe I'm like holding a teddy bear or something. Yeah. Can he please Nicholson be dressed up a little slightly. bit though? Uh, There's no need to have a naked Jack Nicholson. Hello. That's not. There's no Jack Nicholson's awesome. There's no need for that. The problem Let's is that fight. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, fight. Go. like <laughs> <laughs> Russ, your Satan yeah, would have to be really what William Bennett. That. Like who's who's your Ooh. Satan? William Bennett, the drug czar. I've never heard of, and they've heard of Bill Bennett. A maximum amount. Bill of dangerous to me. The drug czar. Who? <laughs> Mr. Ant, you've never oh, heard of William Bennett. The current drugs are? Yeah, no, the I old names are. the first like, drugs are. Yeah, thank you, Story. The Greg, first that's like are. saying that he wrote the like, civics. Oh, on values right. was like a horrible person. You know, million. he's already following the rules that have been set up for him by all the previous popes and drugs are. So no, but not, my, my know, point is that Bennett was like himself. one of the biggest like early drug czars. Like in that case, I guess like Richard Nixon was wasn't the first. Richard Nixon in was fact, the war on the drugs first, guy, right? The first like is, is Harry Anslinger. Harry Anslinger actually created the modern war on drugs. He was the uh, all right then. He was the initial dude. So he right, but the, he didn't have the position. Yeah. No drugs. It was someone that he handpicked after he put the fear right. of God in everyone that the crazed Mexicans were going to murder everyone because of <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Which came to pass. Oh, there you um, go. Didn't really work yes. out. He yeah. was also a psycho mass historian, whatever. <laughs> mass historian. Hysterian, I think. Yes, hysterian. That's very good. <laughs> he That's believed quality. in history Definitely on a grand that. scale. Yep. He built the largest history buildings in seven universities. Well, mass it, oh, I thought you said he was a mass hysterian. Like he was hysterical. That's he did what say I that. Said, he did say that. Correcting you. Yes. Yes, which and I then was what you meant, a mass hysteria. This comedy with subtitles yeah, brought to you by the MEP Report. If you'd like the special features Damn on our it. DVD, please press the menu bar. spinning our wheels, man. We can't get anywhere. <laughs> we are. It's like it's the equinox or something. Yeah, we're true. trapped. we got to start over. <laughs> oh, no. We're, we're <laughs> at an equilibrium. Conversation. It's like a bad Star Trek episode. <laughs> oh, no. Comedy. We're back to the beginning. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. I showed a Star Trek episode to my fantasy fiction class a couple of weeks ago, and it's about this time paradox thing. And so my students were like, oh, you know, that was cool. Except I think I've seen something like that. I'm like, yes, you've now seen time paradoxes about 160 trillion times. But Star Trek was one of the first TV shows to bring up the subject. So, you know, this this whole idea of, you know, I, did they take that? Did that 1960s show steal that from the 199 the 1999 movie I remember seeing on the subject. Did that did that happen when they talked about time paradoxes? And so you're an English professor and a history professor. That's, that's a lot of jobs to take on. Hey man, time travel Great. professor. Time that's travel a professor. Smaller subculture. <laughs> Dude, that'd be an awesome trip. I get all yeah. these educational tour brochures like go to Paris with students. If I could go back in time with students, do you get that'd be sweet. for that? Ten. And if not, like, can you go back and make sure you do? Make sure I get tenure. Negative tenure. <laughs> I've always had tenure. Ten years ago. Marty, yeah. We've got to go back to my committee not... board meeting on June 7, 1972. <laughs> <laughs> Only then can we pass board that will provide me with tenure. That's giving me job security in our current reality, 1985. Well, Doc. Then I will have the money to afford this trip. How are you going to write the dissertation on the flux capacitor? (laughs) So all these things deal with that same subject. Do you think, by the way, if we could just get real, real philosophical for a second. Do you guys think that the, no, no, about the time stuff. Do you really think that if, would that ever work that way? Because in Back to the Future and all these time paradox things, they always say, if you go back in the past, you would change history in the future. Would you really do that? 
Like, wouldn't our hit line of history well, keep going? Like, would it all immediately reset what, just yeah. because you changed the first domino in the chain? Would that happen? One theory of people who don't like the Time Paradox movies and decide that they're all moot is that you just create an alternate universe anytime you have a decision. So any decision tree in your life literally creates alternate universes for each possible conclusion. Therefore, time travelers would just be creating infinite wow. multiple parallel universes and therefore there are no paradoxes because in the world where you went back in time and ate your grandfather you would still exist only in that timeline where that happened and you'd be and very nauseated right, in that timeline it is normal it's the nauseating <laughs> timeline why would you be fall this afterwards is, oh they can the Taco Bell commercial <laughs> about that oh jeez cannibal grandson of hitler this is a screenplay i'm writing right now yeah i'll bet <laughs> Uh, oh man! He only saved it's called Souffle Heil. Some universe full, um, of, full of Jews. It's it's so so. What you're saying is that like right now, the beginning of this show has we could have started it five different ways, and so there are five different versions of episode 74 no, floating around the internet. Infinite. Oh, what infinite numbers. Is infinite. Well, no, because yes. someone has to do but, it, right? Sort of. It, someone has to no, do it. Because no. Because I am right now choosing not to go. You're not though. You just did it. Choosing. Well, yeah. But see, yes. We win. Okay. But I am like concrete mindedness for the win. Not to commit suicide. Not to you know kill my cat. Not to jump out a window. Not to the list of things I am choosing not to do is almost infinite. But those it are only limited story. by those things that I am physically. You are such doing. an irresponsible parallel universe litterer. You just keep going around <laughs> talking about things that you exactly. choose not to do and creating this all what these I useless love. parallel oh, universes. because I hate these theories. Because I hate this idea that everything is happening at once Al at all Gore the time. Would be mad so at I have to destroy it as Al much as I can. Al Gore wants you to parallel exactly. universes. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm I sure mean, like, so the fact that n that we don't know if anyone's done it because our timeline is the way it is, like, at the same, the time you made the decision not to commit suicide, not to jump out a window, not to do all those things, right. all those things happened at once, yes. Russ, according to this theory? So, like, there's basically no, just... No, they happened at the time, at any given nanosecond, they happened, and then they like happened right again in another... I mean, yeah, you and cannot then now. conceive... And then now. They're parallel. You cannot, yes, exactly. You cannot conceive of how much junk there is out there. And in, in trying to, all I'm doing is creating some, you know, massive cleanup for... This Alcor, is time travel spam, dude. <laughs> You're contributing to time <laughs> travel spam. Exactly. You're spamming the yeah. time travel paradox, the one? I am ordering drugs online in some... <laughs> Alternate universe right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Not one very close I'm sending, to this one. No. I am getting one million dollars wired from Zimbabwe for Stop some heir who was wronged by the government. Story: The Langoliers are going to be working I'm overtime. My father was killed, and I'd like to give all my am, money to you if you just yes. wire me your bank account the information. Langoliers have to clean all this up. Yeah, by eating it. Have you guys ever seen the movie The One? Falling for some credit card scam. Sounds familiar. What's the right movie now. title? Movie what? The One. Uh, That's a really hard one. One. I'm I don't think sure. so. <laughs> Do, can you I saw the second, but not the one. <laughs> Wait, Today, I didn't the 21st, hear. I think. The, uh, oh, the premise behind the movie is that there is time travel, but only between different parallel universes. So I guess that's not. That's interdimensional travel. It's not time travel. And right. one of the that's Jet the Li point. characters decides... Oh, that's right. Out that With Jet he, Li. That's if right. he murders his doppelganger in the other parallel universes, that he gains an infinitesimal amount of power for each one of them that dies, because, like, 
in the movie theory, your soul gets split up like a million different ways for each of your different parallel identities. And so every time one of them gets killed, it collects in the rest of them. So he goes around like as a serial killer, like murdering himself over and over and over again in all these different universes, and he starts becoming faster and stronger and smarter. And uh, but not bionic, but you know, with the effects of such. And so, and then he ultimately loses to the real Jet Li, who takes him out, right? Well, I mean, he is the real Jet Li, but at the end, he has to face off with the last living guy, who's also become like this behemoth, you know, super godlike guy because there are only two of him left in the universe. Because he has fifty percent, and he hasn't been doing all the work. Right. He's just been That's chilling. Right. He's just been noticing. Right. Literally, he's like doing his job as a security guard and noticing that he can like punch through a brick wall and not realize why and all this cool stuff is happening to him. Yeah, it's like it's totally so like Highlander. I think that could have been filmed in multiple parallel universes. Sure. They should have had like a 72 split screen. That'd be awesome. They wanted they to call it the totally one that. in one universe. It's called the two, <laughs> the three, the ten. One guy's job is just say meanwhile a thousand times. Meanwhile, 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 meanwhile. Back at the back at the back at the ranch. Back at the ranch. Back at the ranch. The only, the ranch. The only <laughs> soundtrack to the entire movie. It's the only way your brain can process the 72 simultaneous like screens. We've got to get to the truck. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> we've got to get to the van. Meanwhile, <laughs> the van is broken. Meanwhile, we need a flat tire. Meanwhile, trucks are vans. Meanwhile. <laughs> Everyone's staring wow, going, wow, this Pretty is really much. complex and this boring. This is the slowest moving story in history. <laughs> Rather, I hate Nick. <laughs> and the movie would never end, right? That. I mean, the movie would never end. You have to call it the pie because oh, it's the infinite not. number that never, the movie that never stops. It, that would work. That's this funny. It would be like a thousand one universe <laughs> an incomprehensible that's, that's story. Yeah, absolutely. Like a cannibal saw, grandson of Adolf Hitler. Sure. He became a writer, screenplay, producer in another alternate dimension. Yeah. Didn't I eat him? Oh, that was oh, another life. Sorry. Uh, that's pretty weird. It's pretty freaky. I'm writing all these down, and I'm emailing them to Al Gore, and he's going to be very mad. Okay. So I've never that. seen. Not I have not listened to them the on the globe map is before. cooling in half of the world, though, so he should be chilled out. He should be. And in Al Gore's world, there are no podcasts since he invented the internet and lords over it, and doesn't allow independent exactly. thought. In alternate, in an alternate universe, Al Gore. One transverse into this one. Right. In one That's universe, Al Gore is actually the lead singer of Farner or Survivor, so he sees the one singing "Cold as Ice" in one alternate universe. In another universe, his nickname is Bull, and everyone calls him Bull Gore, and he becomes the president of the United States because he has a really cool name. I thought you were going to say he's on Night Keep, stars on Night Court, and all of a sudden you get dome. Boom, boom, boom. Isn't there a bowl? Yeah, and he foot? shaves his head. That's and what I mean. Grows a foot. <laughs> and grows a foot. Did I speaking of Al Gore? Did I, have you guys seen his the Inconvenient Truth movie, or have you just heard of it? No, I have. Okay, Sadly, I have. So maybe you can explain this to me, Story. I heard on the radio the other day that apparently I doubt I'll be able to explain anything about that movie to you. Oh. I I was not terribly fond of that movie. But, okay, but, but let's try. Well, it'll so be a fun th- game. There's this one part of the concerned. movie, I guess, where the Catherine Harris thing comes in for apparently no reason whatsoever. Is that true? Like, right? They talk about Catherine Harris for no reason at all. Is that is that accurate? Uh I don't remember. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think so. Maybe she's like on screen for like a blip, subliminal moment. Well, but or I mean, like the like, whole the whole incident, no? Or that maybe I don't know. No, I mean he did. There is one thing where he like introduces himself at in this rally because I mean it's just an infomercial for Al Gore. It's like Al Gore is cool, you know. So that's basically the thesis of the movie. And uh, so you know, at one point he's at a rally and he like introduces himself and says. 
I'm Al Gore. I used to be the next president of the United States, and everybody laughs. And so, yeah, maybe there's something afterwards that flashes to that. Okay. But I don't. I I didn't remember it standing out particularly. So anyone trying to make a big deal of that is probably saying like. Is probably just bringing it up for no reason, or trying to make Al Gore look bad, or it's just got swept up in the fact that the whole thing is an Al Gore infomercial and assumed other things were in there. Is it blatantly, yeah. so it's it's not like, so it wasn't blatantly political? I mean, like, it wasn't blatantly like, I'm Al Gore and I'm cool. Like, it wasn't... No. Well, I mean, it was, sort of. I don't know. I mean, you know, if you love global warming as a movement and really think it's the biggest issue, then, yeah, you probably didn't come away with that saying, oh, it's an Al Gore infomercial. You were like, Al Gore is my god. He's saving us from these horrible things. You sound but, skeptical about you know, global warming, sorry. skeptical. If you're perhaps a little skeptical about global warming and its relative concern oh, no. relative to other you, planetary you problems. You have to be a contrarian, don't you? You're skeptical you about it? No, I mean, this, this goes way... bad for you. This goes way <laughs> further back than almost anything else. This is one, this Meanwhile, is story said, I totally I agree with global warming. Global Absolutely. Warming. Meanwhile, story said, I don't know if I like global warming. <laughs> the internet. And yeah, by exactly. the way, George Bush is a great president. Right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, sorry. No. Um, you're against, so you don't no. agree with global warming? You don't think it's happening? I mean, not agree, but you don't think the I theory's mean, light? Yeah, right? no, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't, I think of global warming as the noble lie. Let's put it that way. Like, I wow. think it is really, has some excellent impacts that people believe in global warming. Although, now that's starting to go back a little bit, because I think people going over the top about, like, global warming is the largest threat to everything is going gonna, is gonna to be just as negative. But, you know, for a while there, when it was not like... true. I mean, it's really not global true. Warming, What's like, not true? Global warming fear makes people do bad things. it's the biggest threat to everything? It can't be the biggest threat to everything. I mean, yes, you're going to lose 25 miles of coastline, and people will have mm-hmm. years and years to move their house. It's not like, you no, know, people will like a giant flood. People exactly. will die like from erosion. a giant flood, right? But eventually it's they like will. It's like the people in Martha's Vineyard who watch their beachfront property erode by a few inches every year. You don't really consider those people to be in peril. Like, they're going to figure yeah. out at some point that they have to move out, and then they'll just leave. Exactly. But what it, I mean, the main it's impact... Not, I mean, that's the thing, is that you, I feel like you can definitely, like, to the extent to which it is true, which I don't really buy, like, you can see it coming. A little bit. Like, it's not like something that's going to sneak up in just one day. But isn't that the point? Like, they've been saying that it's been coming, and they keep reminding people. Like, they they didn't start out by saying we're in big trouble. Like, they kept saying, look, really, no, seriously. I mean... No, I promise. Right? They just keep adding on to it. It's not like 30 years ago someone said, ah! Yeah, if you can... You know, like... Well, no, I mean, 30 years ago, they were saying, ah, about the next freeze, and that, you know, the next big freeze or the next big warm-up based on, you know, 12 to 30 years of data has been happening for time immemorial since humans have tracked weather, so, which is only part of my myriad reasons for skepticism. But, you know, like, it's good. Like, it's, it's basically like the equivalent of if somebody just started saying, you know, there are gremlins poised on the outskirts of the world and if 129,000 violent acts are committed the gremlins will come in and destroy humanity and everything in it like the world would be much oh. better if everyone you mean if it. someone told it's everyone about that, like that theory because that's but, true 
but like <laughs> I love that theory because it's finite. It's like the uh, how much toxins in your body right. will kill you argument. Yeah, exactly. it's well, like 128,990. Yeah. Oh my god, no, like they, re- they replaced the dead clock. The gremlins. Yeah, like the, you know the yeah. dead clock that but keeps like, like that clicking up. Great. It's like 119,000 yeah, x, 120,000 x in Times Square. You're like, oh my god, stop, stop. You Those know, gremlins are fastidious right. and specific. They have right. their clocks. Exactly. They know. Two they of them in time. of committing that act. Right, and nobody would really have a good count, and nobody would really know, and so it would make people into much better people. <laughs> it would be completely ridiculous and farcical, but it would improve, you know, the overall standing of behavior in the world. And that's how I feel about global warming. It's ridiculous, but like it makes people not want to pollute and not want to do ha- awful things, and makes like there be a chance of there being a couple trees left in a few years. So, or you know, that's exciting take, to me. That's good. Take a more common example. God and the idea that there is heaven and hell. And if you do good things, you go to a good place. And if you do bad things, then you burn and are tortured. You're saying that's a convenient fiction? It's very convenient. I mean, it doesn't work so much anymore, and so probably global warming needs to step up a little bit and replace this. So people <laughs> global warming as replacement because, for God. Great. That's well, <laughs> science is the modern religion, so oh, no. that makes perfect sense, actually. <laughs> I mean, that is absolutely true. And I was just Not joking. that we've ever oh, discussed Yeah, this. I know. I figured as much. But... I actually yeah. like this 129,000 idea. The reason I was saying the gas the gas thing is I was wondering if the gremlins <laughs> are, like, waiting. If you could, like, distract him for a second, and then you go to, like, 129,000, And they're like, oh, damn it. Now we have to wait for another 129,000. Oh, they missed it? Yeah, they missed it. Like, while they were <laughs> waiting, they weren't there they're for like, the, oh, the critical shoot. mass. And then they're like, well, let's give him another 129K. <laughs> exactly. We'll the next go round. Everybody now the gas pay attention to the mileage bring gauge. up an important question, though. <laughs> oh, gosh. Which is, are you talking about gremlins? as in like demonic creatures or are you talking about 1970s era crappy cars because that wouldn't scare <laughs> me quite as much if well, they the parallel, overran the earth and killed everybody the parallel to global warming is much more fitting with the cars so I think we'll go with that especially with those there cars are a bunch of, the of crappy cars except they're intelligent the they're intelligent and, and animate so yeah. and if you get the cars you know, wet they the turn problem. into pintos you have to worry about then they're really animate. dangerous right yeah. Meanwhile, safe at any speed. gremlins take over the roadways. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. never put gas in your cars at night. Meanwhile, make a Spielberg reference. Meanwhile, in Earth 75, <laughs> 128,972. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we can't keep track. The bureaucracy. Gremlins. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, don't feed them after midnight. Meanwhile, See, I think that's the complaint uh, that a lot of people have actually about science fiction, good. is that in a lot of these cases, they're just science fiction, the best science fiction and fantasy tries to be consistent. And the problem is a lot of these people just make up rules, and you start thinking about it, and you're like, wait a minute, why wouldn't this have happened at this point? And they're like, well, no, because that's not the, because of this fact. And you're like, but that fact contradicts this other fact, and all of a sudden you're in trouble, right? Like, the best science fiction is going to be consistent. Okay. So all these parallel lines, mm-hmm. it would seem to me, if you could ever cross over from one line to the other, as is the suggestion with the movie One, for example, then it seems to me you wouldn't have any more meanwhile, meanwhile, because like one meanwhile would have like connected with the other, right? Like that's where I agree with story well, the that the paradox problem, thing is obnoxious, you know? 
is that it does sort of make life meaningless. You're like, oh, you mean there are 100 million copies of me yes. doing various things, so who gives a shit what I do? Because I can make a exactly. mistake, but one of my 8 bazillion doppelgangers right. will find the right Although, way. Although, there's know, no one it. arbiter looking at it and going, you know, version yeah. number no, 658,000 was better than... In a million than... universes! <laughs> meanwhile, God said, yeah. meanwhile, God said, let there be light. Meanwhile, God said, let there be dark. It pretty much... It pretty much Meanwhile, turns your life into the movie said, Groundhog Day in about five seconds. Actually, there you go. And See, then another example. Very hard to time take paradox. Seriously. Absolutely. So yeah. But, no, but that's cool. You Groundhog Day is great. Do you realize that to according to Bill the Murray. screenwriters of that movie, he lived about a thousand years of February second. So he's essentially like an immortal at the point where he gets to advance past February second. Right. He's gained a thousand years worth of knowledge. In being trapped. Well, which you That's see. Really cool. You actually see that in the movie, so it all it all fits that he gains all that mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, like uh, there have been examples. I would like that to happen. To to be trapped as long in one as I day. Can get out of it. Yeah, I was just gonna say like. I mean, as long as there were a way out, that I had to figure a way out. I don't want to be trapped forever. And but you know what else is interesting is, about that movie? Well, it's probably a little long. I think a hundred years. That'd be good. Shouldn't he be subject say. to the like sin of despair <laughs> because he tries to kill himself in that movie? I will take. Oh, yes, he does. So he's like yeah. a reluctant, you know, succeeder in this process. But there are no sins in his world. There's only Harold Ramis, who is the director and controls the universe <laughs> and decides that things should be funny. And when they're appropriately funny, he gets to advance to February 3rd. I forgot that Harold Ramis is director. That's very funny. Oh, we have breaking news. There's a brand new comment okay. on the 13107 Never Forget video. Okay, which is? It is by Ricochet188 from four minutes ago. The, the comment, I know a babe that lives in Boston. Well done, sir. <laughs> Thank you for chiming in. Meanwhile, yes. back at good comments. And his segue is, he thinks he's going to Boston as a direct result. Direct parallel. That's right. <laughs> but it's true. Do you realize in one of our well, parallel universes, the police awesome. didn't act like morons and didn't go after these light bright things? And, there you go. You know? And there or was this no guy doesn't know a babe in Boston in that universe. That's true. Dun, dun, dun. And Verdosky and Stevens didn't have fabulous hair? Right. That's there right. You go, man. And they were really there serious on their That's conversation. Disturbing. You can fathom. Wow. The different possibilities. Mind blowing. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good, because then it actually improved on uh, comments like, Boston is lame, and yep, and my favorite, wait, they got arrested for hanging up light brights in the Welcome into the World Out of the Rock award of the year. <laughs> wait, they got and arrested? And cartoon named the Land Roving Middle-Aged Satiated Team. And that's ah, really very sketchy. cute. Very cute. Right. I like that. That's yeah, very cute. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That movie is coming out, by the way, isn't right. it? Is an Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie coming out very soon, I believe? It I, is. Yes, and we, we fully expect exciting. them to put our video in there somewhere. About four minutes of the film should be Absolutely. our video. That'd be nice. Or in the next episode. We don't need royalties, just exposure. the editing room to add our somewhat awkward series of stills music <laughs> that <both laughs> <laughs> and they don't have permission to use. <laughs> and the Augustana song, which they don't have permission I bet to play. Seasoned, right, decade long animators did that. <laughs> I bet that happened. I look forward to seeing it in theaters. The map report in everyone, coming soon, folks. Sometime after in the, the spring equinox. Of the Viacom versus YouTube lawsuit, they all looked at the movie right. and went, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and clearly. A series of stills. Clearly, all oh, of these sorry. things are taking place today right is, now. What is today? 21st? Actually, in a universe, there is a universe <laughs> right. in which our film is a part of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force film. That's true. Coming to theaters. Yes. And Meatwad is just like, you know, boy, those just guys are, uh, those, those stills are awkward. 
I can't do his voice, but you know, you'd have to I w- you'd have to imagine his I voice. I would I would not be surprised at all if at some point in one of the new episodes that uh Shake or, you know, Frylock were browsing their computer and you see like the Zebro guy for like half a second. That would not surprise me at all. Sure. And then us for more than half a second they and they make the whole episode about it. Now that'd be not great. The map report, Craig. <laughs> not the map report. Oh only Zebro. Only Zebro. There is no map report, only Zebro. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. uh a cyborg emu from the future comes in. <laughs> Let me tell you a very long story. In the year 2455, in five alternate dimensions. <laughs> it's true. Is that what that he would sound like? Universe, the podcast was created. That podcast was created by mutant emu reptile chickens. Um, mutant emu reptile chickens did... Sorry, you never saw that yeah. episode, Greg. So you, it's, it's, it's really funny if you okay, good. get it. All right. But you don't. Meanwhile, Greg got that episode. Kind of like this show. In fact, he made it. Yes. Right. <laughs> really funny if you get it. Otherwise, uh, sort of strange. <laughs> Not yeah, very otherwise. poignant. Wow. I don't know what's really going on. I just... I'm, but if you get it, welcome. Yeah. That's <laughs> a little confused. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, videos <laughs> and YouTube, nice. what do you guys think about that anti-Clinton ad? Did you find out that... Did you hear that they found out who the person was who put it together? The, uh, yeah, I read about that today. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, which Clinton? Hillary. I think. Hillary Clinton. Yes. Hillary. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, it, it was a rather poignant article because it was like YouTube video, you know, viral video. Millions of people pay attention because it mocks somebody. I'm like, hey, is that us? Is that us? Is that, is that me? <laughs> like, no. Is that could it be? No. Oh. Million views. No. Some guy. <laughs> no. Who has access to high-end video editing software? Damn it. Well, what I we see. need to do, Russ, you guys, what we need to do is yeah. we need to produce a video and then make it sort of, you know, vaguely critical of some, you know, political group or something and then post it anonymously and then just wait for uh, Huffington Post to unmask us. And then all of a sudden people will be really excited about it. Yeah. That's all. We just need to pr- not tell us who we are. That's all. The rusty GB handle on YouTube is anonymous enough because <laughs> nobody knows what the hell it is. <laughs> who is rusty That's GB? And who is Iyer Duck or Duck Green? Is he perhaps related? <laughs> who is Phoenix Fury? And Iyer Duck and Wings Duck and Green, Beaks. Surely those are not the same, are they? Yeah. Exactly. Who is Fury of the Phoenix? Oh, come up with the Phoenix of the Fury. Sky Strider and Tiddies. But that's a dead end. I don't know what that is. Uh, if and when my first book comes out, you guys will be able to notice some references to Russ and Story in that book as well. Although not Russ yes. and Story for real, but you know some names of theirs. Russian story in the book. Right. We'll be famous. Yep, exactly. YouTube videos, alternate dimensions. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so anti-Clinton. I don't know. But is it a good thing? I mean, I guess I should say, is it a good thing that we have YouTube? I mean, because they were because ta- everyone was just waxing philosophical about, oh, this is wonderful because it's democratic democracy in action and democratic principles are at work. And I was kind of like, well. Just because a guy, like, you know, stole a commercial, like an old Apple commercial and made it about Hillary Clinton, like, is that a sign of democracy in action? Like, I don't, I don't know. Didn't the video actually say it was from the Barack Obama campaign? At the end of it, yeah. Well, like the guy the who, who did it used to be working, he's resigned from a group that um, used to work with the Obama campaign or was connected in some way. He said that Obama didn't authorize it oh. and nobody knew about it, but they were, like, vaguely connected to it. But he's still going to say, good. brought to you by Obama. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm just so disenchanted with the fact that we have (laughs) the most wide-open presidential election in history, and there are four candidates. So that's enough to make me sick. There are, you know, 9,000 actual candidates, and because of the media and attention spans below zero, there are four. And that's all that it will be. And I can guarantee that one of those four will win.
And you know what, Story? In none of your parallel universes will Kucinich win. It will never happen. No, that's not true. Meanwhile, Kucinich lost. Meanwhile, Kucinich lost. Meanwhile, Kucinich ate a burrito and then lost. Meanwhile, Kucinich said something weird and then lost. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Kucinich gives a passionate speech on T-SPAN 2 at 4 in the morning. Damn it. Meanwhile, Kucinich started shouting out the Declaration of Independence. Wait, this is all the same universe. What's going on? Kucinich does this in his... And then stated himself... Yeah. As president. Actually, wait a minute. I just and struck it. Kucinich, Kucinich, <laughs> check it out. Kucinich is the guy who breaks through the parallel universes. Because Kucinich does all of these parallel things what? at once. Kucinich is smart and also a lunatic. Kucinich, like, sings the Declaration of Independence on TV and then, like, you know, goes looking for online dates and then, you know, puts through liberal bills and then... Hey, he's married. You know? Honor he is thy now. good. Honor he's thy married good. married now, yeah. Honor thy good. <laughs> exactly, you saw the same that thing. That was in his speech. Yep, that's right. He just said that like 20 times. He did. So he's his own he parallel was universe. He's trying to brainwash the audience <laughs> into, I will not honor my good. Honor thy good. No! I honor George Bush. Damn it. Honor thy good. No! I honor American Idol champion Clay Aiken. No! Thy good! Clay Aiken Screw lost you. to Ruben Stoddard. Anyway. Front page, Britney um, Spears rehab. No! <laughs> My God! Good! Good! Honor that! Good! That's what happened in that instant in every single parallel dimension in existence. Dennis Kucinich screamed. Con. Con! Oh, yeah. I don't know what the hell this is. Uh, I don't know what just happened. Yeah, I don't really know either. I kind of blacked out. Or will it happen? Is it, is it the 21st think, yet? Is it? I just well, want to make sure. We just cracked through our parallel universe. <laughs> I hope true. not. I think there's a lesson in this. Never record your podcast on the Equinox. <laughs> Too balanced. The equinox. There's too much balance. Warping. You're off. Oh my! Here's the timing of the age. Maybe there'll be a Jim Carrey horror movie called The Equinox. What? What is the Equinox? Who? Why? Oh, I'm fo- being followed around twice a year. The Equinox. It comes and finds me. I can't get away. Oh my no matter God. what I do in time travel, it happens. A broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> Dramatic reactions to things that aren't that big a deal. Oh my heavens. Global warming. Donna! Yeah. Don Mattingly wore 23 and had a mustache. <laughs> Never won a World <laughs> Series. Ta-da! Things that are true, but also. Shave the sideburns. <laughs> no! Good. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, one of the interesting things, it just struck <laughs> me. Oh, jeez. About the parallel universe thing, I was, I was thinking about this connecting it <laughs> to the internet. I just don't know what to say about what that just was. You can. Oh, the good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there it yes. is. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, so I was going to ask about the parallel universe thing. I was going to connect it to the Internet here. Um, and I'm doing I'm this retarded. because Story had mentioned before that he wanted to talk about his hatred of social now. networking. And I want to just throw the topic out there because... That's 
what I was going to talk about. God damn it. I yeah. knew I had a subject to bring uh, to this map before. So, but let me segue you, into Andy, it, though. Let me segue okay. into it, though. Go ahead. Uh, so there's I've this new thing, out. which is called Twitter, <laughs> which is supposedly this online... Well, I don't really know exactly what it is, because that's not being explained very well. But I guess, essentially, it keeps people updated on what you're <laughs> doing marketing. on the web viral marketing. at any time. So, like, I don't know what it is. you set it up so that, however it works, it means oh, that, so like... like but you know, like it shows it's people like what website George Bush over your shoulder, yeah. but you sign up for it voluntarily. Yeah, except that George awesome. Bush isn't watching. It's I'm your excited. friends, where your friends it's are George the Bush. Patriot Act. It's opt-in. George Bush and other people. <laughs> the opt-in yeah, Patriot exactly. Act, right? Sort of. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly <laughs> right. how it works, but that's kind of the theory. And it's all about that they're like social networking, social it's networking. Like if they created BigBrother.com with a big smiley face on it. They're you mean like, Apple? Nothing to see here. No oh, worries. Yeah. Yeah. Big Brother. I am a Mac. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I guess the question so, is, what do we think about the social networking thing? Yeah. I am a Mac. Drag to trash. Does that stand for Sorry. this week in tech? No, no, it's just this thing called yeah, Twitter, that's, that's and I just started reading about it. It's like Web 2.0, and nobody really knows what it is. They just know that it's cool somehow, but they related to social networking, and Story said that he had a rant about it, and since I don't like social networking, I think there's an right. overhype of social networking also. I thought no. I would throw it out there. So, a long time ago, before you were born, dude, uh, I, nice. I, I signed up for Friendster. And, uh, you know, Friendster was like the thing that we did for a while. And then there was like something called Orkut, which as far as I could tell was only for people who did not have English as their primary language. And then there or was, of Wales. course, MySpace. It's a <laughs> right. whale social networking site. <laughs> it's the wh- that was what they were all speaking in. Now I finally know. Yeah. They were speaking in radar. You have radar. new comments on your um, Orkut site. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what to say. So there was that. And then there was MySpace, (laughs) which is for, like, you know, people who are addicted to bad design. And, uh, you know, now there's Facebook, which, like, apparently hit college about 2.5 seconds after we graduated because everyone who went to college right after we graduated is like, Facebook, Facebook. And it actually is, like, as far as I can tell, a weekend, like, one of the better designed ones of these. But it's really, like, it's like the planned obsolescence thing. It's like network, find all your friends, rinse, wash, repeat. Like, have that site slowly die out. People get fed up with it. People get bored. And then they just all go to the same next network. It's like, can't people just be friends? But then the other side of it is that in joining Facebook, I only joined Facebook because it was where one of my friends had their basketball pool. And so I wanted to join the basketball pool. And then Facebook is like social security number, pin number, retinal scan, you know, enter everything. And uh, sign up. Right, exactly. So, you know, here it is, birth certificate, upload. And uh, so I finally went through all of that. And then all of these people started finding me. And I was like, well, you know, I could take the Friendster approach, which, like, the Friendster approach was if you were not, you know, half naked and speaking in spam in your request for the friend, then I would friend you. Like, if I had ever heard of you, if you seemed like a legitimate person with a pulse, like, kind of like the MEP reports MySpace policy. No, no porn, everything else is fine. And, uh, you know, but that's, like, kind of annoying. So I decided on Facebook I was going to try to take it seriously. But these people 
who I really don't have any idea who they are, who I, like, once met at Brandeis or somewhere else at work, they keep finding me. And, like, 12 of them have now asked to be my Facebook friends. And it's sort of presenting me with this dilemma of, like, well, if I overtly reject them at this point, then it's pretty clear that we're not friends. And not that I ever expect to see this person again. But what kind of a pimp slap <laughs> is it to hand down to someone to be like, I will not lift my mouse and make two clicks for you on a meaningless social networking site that will be obsolete in six months. No, we're not even, we can't even associate on this base, ridiculous level. I am only keeping it to people that I actually have spoken to and had conversations that I can remember. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like, and it's the same people who found me on Friendster. I mean, I guess, you know, to be fair, I don't keep my life terribly private. I, do I was just going to say, it's not like you're, you know, the things concealing your public persona. Life. So what I guess I'm Who learning you from again? this is that really there are a lot of people reading that and uh, keeping track and feel like they're very close to me, even though I've never spoken to them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. maybe that's and what it is. Suck. Maybe that's who these people and also, are. They're like these people my life are useless. Sex and right. crap so, aren't worth a click. Yeah. That so, should be and a thing. In 10 years, right that now. will be a thing. I just realized that. You're not I, worth I just a click. put that together. Of like, anyone who's clearly like following following my life that closely is also listening to this show, clearly. And, uh -huh. what is that and so, hi, welcome <laughs> to my friends. Uh, Yay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Stop um, Listenership yeah. goes down. So basically, your objection is not Meanwhile, to face... Uh, your don't say it. Yeah. I listened to yeah. the Report 74 in the future, and you reduced our listenership by 75% with your social networking rate. Yeah. But it sounds like Story's objection is not at all to uh, like social networking in general. It's to what social networking makes you do, which is network socially. Right? Is that accurate? Well, Story's not an effort-heavy person, so as okay. long as you have point of the internet is that it's supposed to be convenience high effort low as soon as story you know sees all this redundancy going on and it becomes effort high convenience low it starts to piss him off and hence the shunning of people <laughs> for no reason i see so basically this is because story's lazy also i just am judgmental and like to shun people okay. you forgot the yeah. angle too for good reasons That's it's like you've right. already signed up on this website what are you trying to be my friend twice there's something wrong with you blah evil yeah I honor see. thy good I mean it's Go not away. that it's evil I just don't have time for that many different people you know like I have I barely have enough time I'm constantly feeling deficient in my life for time for the people that I really like and I'm really good friends with so you know why crowd your life with people like I'm not going to say his name. On your, you know, but on your screen. <laughs> Why crowd your life with yeah. icons on a website screen? Yeah. That you have to look at every time you log into Facebook. You know, but I mean the other thing, like, you know, <laughs> and someone, I, I don't know. You know, what if, like, what if he's secretly becoming a neo-Nazi and not telling me, right? And then Well, you want to keep tabs on him on Facebook like, then, on dude. On it's true. On four You're different social networking friend. sites. Uh, you considered yourself a friend with this man. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Yeah. But, you know, pretty soon it's like, you know, I mean, this is the future. The future is all your scandals are going to be about, like, where you went online, what you signed up for online, who you interacted with online, and so forth. So, you know, that's where it's, that's where it's coming to. So people are going to be able, and it's all recorded, it's all saved on the Internet, so people will track you down and be like, why were you friends on four different sites? It can't be an accident. You friended them again. So... I'm just fending myself <laughs> off from people who go crazy at 62 and become neo-Nazis. Well, can you make yourself anonymous in <laughs> Facebook so that you can't be found by those people who do those things? 
I mean, I guess. It's not really that I don't want to be found, because I would want people who I want to find me to find me. Well, right. We're and talking I about the ones you like don't want to have find you. I think that's the universal line. truth. I think my mind uh, just blew up. I would want people who right, want to no find me to needs. find me. <laughs> Thank Dory you. needs, like, the bridge keeper from Monty Python. If you wish to enter the story's website, you must answer these questions. <laughs> Question one. Why oh, are you worthy? What is your name? Jim Wilkins. What is your question? I, I wanted to friend story Clayton. What? Is the ass beat lost even on Maiden Swallow? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you basically just Pretty don't much. want neo Nazis to find you. That's fine. Ha ha. He he. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like basically Wait, that's what, what it comes down say? to. What did you say, I said so what it comes down to is you Something just don't want neo Nazis to find you, which I can understand, but I mean there's no you know, well, right? I mean, I can only be accountable for so many people. It's really the issue. Like, I you're, wait a minute. This is guilt by association. You're afraid that you're going to be seen as a friend right. of a neo-Nazi. That's your concern. That's. Have you been listening? Yeah. Well, but I'm exactly just saying. Like, saying. I mean, nobody's going to think that you're a neo-Nazi just by association. I thought it was you didn't want to be contacted by neo-Nazis. Not that you were afraid of being associated have with neo-Nazis. Have you ever seen the movie? I mean, ideally, I wouldn't be contacted either. <laughs> No, See, I haven't. He I, plays the guitar I, in front of neo-Nazis, and then is a scandal, and he gets his show taken away, and he gets hooked on the smack or something, and it's all very These bad. This happen all bad the time. Story. That's true. If Story was a yeah. purple cartoon dinosaur, he would definitely be worried and about Facebook, and should be. Oh, you yes. guys didn't know about that. <laughs> right. I see, yeah. I see. Well, I guess that's out now on the line. I just don't have any use for them. I mean, Friendster was good. Because it seemed to be more of an East Coast clicky thing. At first, like, it's true that there's this experience that you have the first time you do this. You're like, oh, my God, it's a chart of all my friends, the most convenient thing I can think of. And now I have all of them in one place. And then, yeah, once MySpace came along, that pretty much destroyed that whole thing. Which is very sad because right. MySpace like, is to do it so again. bad. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. And then Facebook. It is. Yeah, you know, and they're all constantly uh, more and more. We need a Microsoft-like social networking service that just eats all of the other ones or puts the, the ones out of business and just becomes the, the hegemon social networking service instead of only one. Oh, okay. Be like a Highlander. It should be called Highlander, I think. <laughs> I was going to say. Will, and then they can, the power sue, of all they can of sue Vonage. Oh, my God. They can sue MySpace for taking patented technology. You know, it's funny. Right after we did that, all of a sudden, I just, and maybe it's just because I noticed it, I was watching some of the NCAA tournament, and all of a sudden, all I saw were just Vonage commercials, like the Vonage halftime show. The Von yeah, I'm like, Vonage clearly they didn't get the message from the video, back. you know? They haven't gotten the idea. They have not been scaling back the uh, advertising budget, not in the slightest. Yep, so, They're still going. I think, it, yeah. The problem is, we've only deprogrammed about 2,000 people so far, and we've got a lot of work to oh, do. Oh, I see. <laughs> There's a lot of Vonage advertising out there. <laughs> That's true. So, are we close to getting that Super Bowl spot? Or uh, maybe maybe for the Final Four? Maybe for the actual I semifinal mean, game or something? I put in our bid, and it was a silent you know, bidding process, so I guess we'll find right. out. They'll let us know. We have a shot. They'll let us know a week at a time if we've got it or not. It's very, yeah. very exciting. So we'll, we'll just I, assume I that it's good. I pretty much think we're in. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think so. Shorter. So Here's over. one thing that I wanted to, to mention. We've been talking since like 2 o'clock. <laughs> in one universe. Meanwhile, 
I wanted to mention, since this came up, since you were just talking about the social networking thing, this is my other pet peeve that I've noticed recently about, like, first of all, everybody being like, tag this with, you know, whatever that is, delish.us or whatever that other stupid search thing is. And, oh, yeah, when they put up 700 oh, different icons God. indicating how many different tag things with that this, you can Tag with this, tag with that, tag with the other. Yeah. network it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So the other thing I find annoying, and Story will certainly sympathize about this idea, because it connects a little bit to the Flash zombie video, uh, the zombie Flash video, is the idea of having Flash players play the instant you reach any website. This is particularly becoming an issue because I've been trying to, you know, popularize and popularize, publicize and market our album that my band just came out with. So I've been going a lot of different band pages, and it's just like, mm-hmm. is there a reason that when I go somewhere, like immediately the music has to be like, before you care, here's the music, blah. I'm like, there's not, there's no player, there's nothing. The like sometimes you can find it if you like scramble to find like where it is. But you know, basically, I don't want to have to surf the net all the time with my volume turned off because I'm afraid some clown is like in a flash player that's going to be like doing the equivalent of zombie videos like can, can we just have a moratorium on automatic things loading at all it should just have a thing that's like do you want this to work go ahead press play do you want to hear this go ahead press play not like you will hear it whether or not you like it you will see this whether or not you want to you know that runs counter to the entire theory of promotion and marketing and advertising, which is that you are inundated with things you would never voluntarily choose. No, it's that you attract you people them anyway. to try to click on these things and hear them, not that you make them hear them. That should be the difference. That's why we hate Vonage no, because Vonage. You don't click on things in TV. Dude, if there was a thing that said click on uh, click on uh, this to hear Vonage, then I'd be much happier than having to go, you know, to some site and being like, woohoo, woohoo, right. you know, that's what makes it annoying. They're trying to model themselves. Off of traditional advertising. This? If you want to read the article on page three, you have to look at the ad. If you want to watch the show, you have to watch the ad. I see. That's the, what if that's you had the an theory behind it. That instead of having commercials come on to your TV through your cable feed, that you could add like $15 to the end of your tax return every year and opt out of all commercials. There you go. People would do it. A lot of people would people take would it. would do it. Huh. I would For do it. $15, certainly. At the $15 level. I don't know. It would probably be closer to the $150 level. That might get a little annoying. Money's worth of advertising for just a single person? Oh, I mean, honestly, it could be thousands of dollars. Who knows? It could be. It could be thousands or millions. Yeah, it might not be feasible to opt out. They would set it up if you could. I remember (laughs) that there was the opposite of this, which was the opt for more commercials. This was a. um, This was literally a phone service that existed for about a year. And I remember I did this back in Waltham, where it was a long-distance service, and it was free, okay. but when you dialed into the 800 number to access it, you started listening to audio commercials on the phone. And the more commercials you listened Are to, you I remember the more this. time yeah, yeah. you build up on the phone I remember call. that. I you used to do this. I would like preach to you guys about yep. how I would make free phone yep. calls by sitting for wow. a half hour in my room, listening to commercials on my phone, waiting to build up enough time to make the call that I wanted to make for free. I remember telling yeah, you that, you that was silly. Know you're not just dialing and putting it aside. Be- like dial and you, you have put it to aside. Push how do they know it's up to your each ear? Commercial. To forward it oh, to the next commercial, you have to push to recognize button. that you're actually interacting, and it's a different button yep. every time. Well, no, oh, it's not. Clever. It's the same button, but if you push it at the wrong time, oh, it won't work. So, so you essentially, just, you well, can you sort of hand-listen and hit one, like, every 45 right. seconds. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much works. It, it, yeah. it was really it's funny. Like, like, I did this for, like, a, a year. In a game. Uh-huh. Then they sent me a free pair of sneakers in the mail <laughs> as some weird promotion. And it was right when he needed okay. sneakers, and I was like, this is the greatest phone company ever. They just sent <laughs> me funny. a pair of sneakers in the mail, Shoes. and I make free phone calls. I've never paid them a dime, and then not surprisingly, they went out of business. But it was awesome <laughs> for a while. Yeah. 
because they made no money. There was no no advertisers were willing to go. All of the ads were actually just for the phone company because no one would believe that anyone was going to listen to the advertising yeah, they were and take it seriously. These you mean you can press one every time and their yeah. their audio ads? That's pretty ridiculous. The most fun part was having my phone battery die before I even made the phone call because I was going through ads for an hour. I was like, building up wow. time. I have so many hours of free shit. <laughs> More commercials. <laughs> and then all your friends were calling you and saying, why don't you talk to us anymore? You're like, I'm busy listening to ads. Why don't you get free? <laughs> I call you for free. <laughs> time does not equal money. I'll call you next Shut month. Up. Next month. <laughs> I'll call you. I swear to God. No, my time is not valuable. (laughs) Now I have to get back to this call, please. (laughs) Oh, my God. Russ, I was... Almost half of the decisions in your entire life can be explained by a failure to understand that time has an innate value to it. (laughs) I really think this is so. What I really story? think this is a recurring If I wait for a week and protest, they'll give me a free hot dog. I've seen it work. Oh, dear God. <laughs> it only takes a week of starvation <laughs> protest on the street. Uh, it makes sense. It's true. You're dividing yeah. by zero. I don't spend any money. It's perfect. Oh, my goodness. You were so going to be yet? homeless someday. <laughs> I know. It's true. That's that's absolutely it. true. Oh, I like, thanks, it, Greg. I like how the Greg was backing that up. He's like, yeah, it's true. You'll be homeless. You suck. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> hey! It's absolutely. And speaking of that, well, look at the time. Uh, well, actually, it has, um, in fact, come to um, oh, the end wow. of an hour. So once we've made Russ homeless... I, um, I actually... That's yeah. good, because I was going to have oh. to go listen to ads uh, if it weren't the end <laughs> no, of the exactly. hour. <laughs> Which yeah. would be scary. Oh. Um, it's like the up some bank is coming to foreclose on my apartment. So Meanwhile, the bank was not coming to foreclose on his apartment. Meanwhile, the... So if you like what you've heard, or you'd like a parallel universe Meanwhile, version of the, the story, was foreclosing on his bank. The, what? a different version of Meanwhile, story, or Russ, or myself. Banks and apartments foreclosed. Yeah, absolutely. If you want a different kind of show, Sorry. just go check out one of the parallel yeah. universes. And if you destroy MEP reports and all the other universes, our MEP report will become that much more funny and powerful. So please do that if you can do that, if you have a time machine. It will become yeah, more just don't destroy ours. Maybe we did that to win Cast Wars. That would be good. Is that how we won Cast Wars? Speaking of which, we killed all the other Comedy Wars is up at Podcast Pickle, so please go over and vote on that. We appreciate that. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We will check you out next week. That's right. Make sure you do that. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Say the 21st. Ah! Now. Meanwhile. The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's a moral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Tomorrow's just another day away.